Section 12 of Radioactive Substances. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Avaii in October 2010. Radioactive Substances by Marie Curie. Nature and Cause of the Phenomena of Radioactivity. From the beginning of research upon the radioactive bodies, and when the properties of these bodies were yet hardly known, the spontaneity of their radiation presented itself as a problem having the greatest interest for physicists. Today we have advanced considerably in the understanding of radioactive bodies, and are able to isolate one of very great power, that is, radium. With the object of making use of the remarkable properties of radium, a profound investigation of the rays emitted by radioactive bodies is indispensable. The various groups of rays under investigation present points of similarity with the groups of rays existing in Crookes tubes, cathode rays, Röntgen rays, canal rays. The same groups of rays are found in the secondary radiation produced by Röntgen rays and in the radiation of bodies which have acquired radioactivity by induction. But if the nature of the radiation is actually better known, the cause of this spontaneous radiation remains a mystery, and the phenomena always presents itself to us as a profound and wonderful enigma. The spontaneously radioactive bodies, and in the first place radium, are sources of energy. The evolution of energy to which they give rise is manifested by Becquerel radiation, by chemical and luminous effects, and by the continuous generation of heat. The question often arises as to whether energy is created within the radioactive bodies themselves, or whether it is borrowed by them from external sources. No one of the numerous hypotheses arising from these two points of view has yet received experimental confirmation. The radioactive energy may be assumed to have been initially accumulated and then gradually dissipated, as happens in the case of long-continued phosphorescence. We imagine the evolution of radioactive energy to correspond to a transformation of the nature of the atom of the active body, the fact of the continuous generation of heat by radium speaks in favor of this hypothesis. The transformation may be assumed to be accompanied by a loss of weight and by an emission of material particles constituting the radiation. The source of energy may yet be sought in the energy of gravitation. Finally, we may imagine that space is constantly traversed by radiations yet unknown, which are arrested in their course by radioactive bodies and transformed into radioactive energy. Many reasons are adduced for and against these different views, and most often attempts at experimental verifications of the conclusions drawn from these hypotheses have given negative results. The radioactive energy of uranium and radium apparently neither becomes exhausted nor varies appreciably with lapse of time. De Marseille examined spectroscopically a specimen of pure radium chloride after a five months interval and observed no change in the spectrum. The principal barium line which was visible in the spectrum indicating the presence of a trace of barium 
had not increased in intensity during the interval, showing therefore that there was no transformation of radium into barium to an appreciable extent. The variations of weight announced by M. Heidweiler in radium compounds cannot yet be looked upon as established facts. Elster and Geitel found that the radioactivity of uranium is not affected at the bottom of a mine shaft 850 meters deep. A layer of earth of this thickness would therefore not affect the hypothetical primary radiation which would be excited by the radioactivity of uranium. We have determined the radioactivity of uranium at midday and at midnight, thinking that if the hypothetical primary radiation had its origin in the sun, it would be partly absorbed in traversing the earth. The experiment showed no difference in the two determinations. Conclusions I will define in conclusion the part I have personally taken in the researches upon radioactive bodies. I have investigated the radioactivity of uranium compounds. I have examined other bodies for the existence of radioactivity and found the property to be possessed by thorium compounds. I have made clear the atomic character of the radioactivity of the compounds of uranium and thorium. I have conducted a research upon radioactive substances other than uranium and thorium. To this end, I investigated a large number of substances by an accurate electrometric method, and I discovered that certain minerals possess activity which is not to be accounted for by their content of uranium and thorium. From this, I concluded that these minerals must contain a radioactive body different from uranium and thorium, and more strongly radioactive than the latter metals. In conjunction with M. Curie, and subsequently with MM Curie and Beaumont, I was able to extract from pitch blend two strongly radioactive bodies, polonium and radium. I have been continuously engaged upon the chemical examination and preparation of these substances. I effected the fractionations necessary to the concentration of radium, and I succeeded in isolating pure radium chloride. Concurrently with this work, I made several atomic weight determinations with a very small quantity of material, and was finally able to determine the atomic weight of radium with a very fair degree of accuracy. The work has proved that radium is a new chemical element. Thus, the new method of investigating new chemical elements, established by M. Curie and myself, based upon radioactivity, is fully justified. I have investigated the law of absorption of polonium rays and of the absorbable rays of radium, and have demonstrated that this law of absorption is peculiar and different from the known laws of other radiations. I have investigated the variation of activity of radium salts, the effect of solution and of heating, and the renewal of activity with time, after solution or after heating. In conjunction with M. Curie, I have examined different effects produced by the new radioactive substances, electric, photographic, fluorescent, luminous colorations, etc. 
In conjunction with M. Curie, I have established the fact that radium gives rise to rays charged with negative electricity. Our researches upon the new radioactive bodies have given rise to a scientific movement and have been the starting point of numerous researches in connection with new radioactive substances and with the investigation of the radiation of the known radioactive bodies. End of section 12 End of Radioactive Substances by Marie Curie Thanks for listening.